This is Reset. I'm Michael Puente in for Sasha and Simons. If you're looking for a new furry friend or two, you're in luck. Paul Chicago's 10th annual Spring Adopt-A-Thon is happening right now through Saturday. Waiting for you is Horton, a snuggly green-eyed cat that's known for cuddling, and Hattie, a three-year-old bloodhound shepherd that wants a second chance at a happy life. Joining us now for everything you need to know about pet adoption is Paul Chicago volunteer Mark Lucas. Mark, welcome back to Reset. Michael, thank you for having me. <laughs> you couldn't have picked a better day. I, it, this is the closest thing to spring we've had in Chicago oh. to talk about spring adoptive. Right, and you know, spring, it's a great time to walk your dog or, or your cat if you want to put it on a leash. Cats don't like being on a leash, though. Um, okay, Mark. <laughs> You're right about that. I was thinking, <laughs> well, or, or watch your cat look out the window at maybe all the wonderful migratory birds that are coming through at this time of year. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Okay, Mark, well, so tell us, how has your adopt-a-thon been going so far, and how many animals have been adopted? You know, we are having a wonderful start. We've actually had a lot of great success so far. We have found homes for 75 pets. We started um, on set. I'm sorry, we started on Friday, and this event is running through this coming Saturday, the 16th. We're adding uh, extra adoption counselors. We've opened up our adoption center for extended hours, and it's a week-long marathon. And what we're really hoping to do here is to kind of rally the community, generate more adoptions, and by doing that, we're going to create some very precious space at Paws so that we can go out and save some more cats and dogs that are at some high-risk, overcrowded shelters right now. Right. So how many animals do you have that are still looking for a permanent home? Oh, Michael, uh, at any given time, we have over 300 cats and dogs uh, under the umbrella of Paws Chicago, usually uh, about 100 um, on average at the adoption center. And then we have animals that are at our new medical center that are waiting for space to come to move up. And then we have a lot more animals in foster homes. So we have a large pool of just about everything that anybody could ever want. Puppies, kittens, adult dogs. It's really kind of coming in and seeing how wonderful these animals are and finding somebody that matches your lifestyle. And we've got that. Right. Well, um, you were mentioning a little bit about the animals that's available, but can you tell us more about some of these pets? Um, You know We've got, as I said, at least 100 at any given moment. I, I have two that I really would love to talk about. Uh, let me first say we do have so many puppies and kittens right now. And, um, I always like to focus on some of our special needs animals, So mm-hmm. one of which uh, is this really adorable cat. His name is Keith. He's eight months old, uh, and Keith has a, a heart condition that he was born with. It's a heart murmur, so he's looking for somebody special who's going to be willing to do the commitment of managing that with medicine medication and regular mm-hmm. checkups. It, it speaks to me because uh, one of the, probably the third dog that I adopted from Paws, we won't go into how many, uh, was born with a heart condition himself. He was a little chihuahua, and he lived a long, full life, 20 years. So uh, I say that because when I talk about Keith, I want people to know that this kitten has a long life ahead of it, even with this heart condition. Another dog, uh, Tobias, he's been with us for over a year now. He's uh, an Australian Shepherd cattle hula mix. Uh, <laughs> Tobias, beautiful dog. Uh, not too many people are familiar with cattle They're very popular down south. Uh, he's a really sweet, wonderful family dog. He just does not like other dogs. So he is <laughs> going to need to find a home where not only is he the only dog, but 
probably an area where there's some extra open space and not a lot of other dogs around so that you can help manage his reactivity and he can be comfortable and you could be comfortable as well taking him out. So, so my sister has a dog that is scared of everything. So is this dog like uh, aggressive towards other dogs or just frightened? Um, you know what? He probably just wasn't socialized um, mm-hmm. and doesn't know how to really act and react. So like many of us, we posture uh, certain ways when we're uncomfortable in, in new situations. He does not really want to be involved with other dogs, and he kind of makes it clear. So for, <laughs> for his comfort, it's better to kind of just stay away and, and give him the space where he doesn't have to be around them. And everybody has a much better time that way. So, Mark, do you have, like, other pets besides cats and dogs that are up for adoption? Say, I mean, do you have any penguins? <laughs> Probably not. If, if we did, I would be at the adoption center a lot more than oh, I already have because right. I love penguins. No, you know what? We, we strictly deal with cats and dogs. We have done um, some medical work at, at our medical center on some other animals, but we really only adopt out cats and dogs. Okay. All right. But I'll push for the penguins. I like that, Michael. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Obviously, you're you're trying to encourage people to adopt a pet, but you know what should they consider before adopting? Uh, that's a wonderful question, and I'm so glad you asked that because a lot of people uh, you scroll on social media and you see a really cute animal, and you're like, "Oh my God, I want that cat! I want that dog!" And you rush into something, and you should never rush into adopting an animal because it's a lifelong commitment. So I think people should first think about what kind of lifestyle adjustments are going to be required when you're adopting an animal. Um, are you home all the time, or are you going to need to hire a dog walker? Are you a night person, um, and is it really going to be fair for you to be working eight hours a day and then coming home, changing clothes, and going out clubbing? Um, another good <laughs> thing to think about is money. I mean, boy, <laughs> these days, money, we talk about it a lot. Uh, there is a, a financial commitment involved with bringing an animal into your home uh, beyond the annual checkups. Dog food can be expensive. There's always surprises, um, mm-hmm. and you're going to need to have a little bit of an extra bank balance to take care of those surprises. You're probably going to become really good friends with your vet. Um, so you want to think about money. You also want to consider do you have another pet in the home, and how old is that animal? Because if you've got an older pet, a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to adopt a, a young puppy or a young kitten, and it's going to bring back fluffy, you know, spunk. <laughs> that creates a lot of stress, and yeah. you don't want to stress out an older pet. So if you want a companion for an older animal, you're probably going to want to look at something that's a little bit closer in age, still younger, but, you know, not a crazy spry puppy or kitten. Sure, sure. You know, at the Adopt-A-Thon, how do you ensure people are being matched with the right pet for them? We spend a a lot of time working with our adopters, but the first way that we actually start that matching process is we ask people online to fill out a compatibility quiz, which your listeners are probably like, oh, pop quiz, no, no, I don't want a pop quiz. It's a fun little quick survey that kind of just asks you some questions about your lifestyle, your home environment. And then we take that information, and when you come in, we can provide you with a list of animals that meet kind of what we would expect your needs to be. If you're an outgoing person who loves to spend a lot of time outdoors, an animal that's a little more athletic. If you like to binge watch Netflix and drink (laughs) wine and sit around, and God bless you, so do I, 
we're going to set you up with something that's a little bit more laid back and relaxed. And once you're at the adoption center, you have the time to wander around and look at all of the animals in their suites. And one of the greatest things about PAWS is we have such a wealth of dedicated volunteers that the people that are there know these animals. They've been taking them out for walks. They've been socializing them. Some of them have been getting training from our volunteers. So you're going to get some really wonderful firsthand experiences from volunteers about the animals that you're looking at. Well, this is Reset. I'm guest host Michael Puente. If you're just tuning in, we're talking with Paul Chicago volunteer Mark Lucas about Spring Adoptathon, which runs through Saturday. So let me ask you, Mark, um, how much background checking does Paul do before allowing somebody to leave with an animal? We do. We, we check every individual. We want to make sure that our animals are going into the safest homes. Uh, we, we ask for references from people. Uh, we do have a way of, of checking to make sure that people haven't had any previous issues with an animal or, or the family's had an issue with an animal in the home. Um, we also want to check with your landlord. We want to be able to look at make sure that you could have the animal that you're looking at in that home. There's many things. And then on top of all of that, um, when you adopt, you sit down with an adoption counselor, and they spend about an hour with you talking about the, the care and the responsibility of guardianship. Because a lot of the people who adopt, this is their first pet. We want to make sure that they're set up to succeed. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. Why does Paul Chicago have a spring adopted town? What's, what's the significance of spring? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm going to borrow from an English poet, uh, Alfred Tennyson, who said, In the spring, a young man's fancy lightly turns to the thoughts of love. And so does Mother Nature. Um, <laughs> the weather's getting warmer. The sun is out longer. It's triggering mating season for a lot of Mother Nature, cats especially. Um, right now is what we're heading into called kitten season. Um, female cats go into heat, and they can become pregnant every 62 days. And every litter is four to five kittens. So if you think about uh, an unneutered stray cat, the, the numbers are tremendous. And what happens is inevitably these mothers and their litters are found and they're brought into shelters because people don't want to see this animal living in a backyard or in a garage. And it creates such a backlog of animals that need to be rescued and also have the appropriate surgeries to prevent this from happening. So we want to create this space so that we can take these animals in because all across the country this is happening right now. And it also happens with dogs. I, I, we're, we're known for kitten season, but female dogs, you know, they go into heat on, on a regular cycle. But much like us, you know, spring kicks off and we all get a little frisky. Well, why is it so – Why? let me ask you, this, why, why are cats – you no, know, when you get a cat at home, I had a cat for 20 years. She knew how to use the, the kitty litter box where a dog, it's so much harder to train. Why is that? <laughs> you know, maybe it's because dogs are trying to train us. They <laughs> want to spend all the time outside. Oh, exactly. You're right. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about uh, that. You know, there are a lot of problems with, with cats and, and litter training. A lot of people don't realize you should have multiple litter boxes throughout the house. But uh, I, I think dogs, they're, they're about training people. And they're like, hey, we're going outside. Come on. You've been on the couch too long. Or it's raining. Let's go out and play. <laughs> right. That's right. So um, where can people learn more about this adopt a 
you can visit our website, pawschicago.org. Um, on there, we update our list of available animals every day. And as they become adopted, we fill in the, the space. You can take the compatibility quiz online at our website as well. And then we highly recommend, if you're going to participate in this event, to sign up for an adoption appointment online. That will book you a time where you can come in and visit the animals and walk around and see all of them. We are open to the public, and anybody can walk in if they want. It is based upon how how much space and how many people because these days we're being very conscious about how many people um, we're all around for the safety of everyone. So visit the website, pawschicago.org. If you just want to poke around, come visit our adoption center. It's in Lincoln Park, 1997 North Clybourne. Well, doggone it, we're out of time. That's Paul Chicago volunteer Mark Lucas that's the, talking about the shelter. Spring Adopt-a-thon is happening now through Saturday. Mark, thanks for joining us. Michael, thank you so much for your time and your listeners. It's so valuable. I really appreciate it.